Happy Friday, everybody. So happy to be with you today. It's good times, good times. It's good times for me because I got work being done at my house from the hurricane almost a year later. Insurance company gave me only, well, they agreed to give me all my money and then they took some of it back. So we're going to figure that part out. But I got work being done at my house, so... I'm one happy chick. It's a hot mess. It's interesting. I made Heather walk through it. It's gotten worse since you walked through it this morning, just so you know. That means but progress. That's That good. means progress, yes. I have nothing on my roof but paper. I don't know when they're coming back to put the metal on, but I don't care. I don't care. They got to come back. So I'm going to have my roof's going to be fixed. Praise you the Lord. I have no walls in part of my house. Can see straight into Norma's room. Straight into Norma's room. And then next to my room and next to the kitchen. Norma is not staying with me. She's with my mother. They're having a grand old time. My mother's loving it. Oh, I almost had that without looking. Okay, people. All right, do you remember? Um, oh, no. Hold on one second, guys. Real quick. Perfect. Do you guys remember that shirt that I wore? Um, that my son got that what was that it's like Japanese wasn't it and it's anime Heather sh showed the picture or give that a little bit of the video so people can remember it okay and yeah who like else who wants the shirt who wants to, uh, likes the shirt <laughs> I'm trying to prove a point okay my, who so does that okay so that picture I mean that video I shortened it uh, Tracy gave me a, a long version I shortened it because I'll be here all day talking about that Dangum shirt. We have and a comment. As hideous as it was. Tracy's mother wanted it. Go, go ahead and show the... So that's what I said. Who, who likes this shirt? Because whoever liked that ugly... It was ugly. Whoever liked it was getting it. And Kim's mom was like, I love it. Now, if you know Tracy... I said Kim's mom. Kim is who wanted it. If you know Tracy's mother, then of course she's going to want that shirt. Show the picture of her. That's her with her shirt. <laughs> She's rocking it, by the way. She's rock. Listen, now I don't know how old Tracy's mom is. I got to turn my phone off. Hold on. I don't know how old Tracy's mother is, but let me just say, like, put that picture back up. Look at those legs. God, I would kill for legs that look like that. Agree. It, what do you mean agreed? You have great legs. Your legs look like a cheerleader's legs. Shut up, Heather. I'd rather I'm those I'm just legs. saying I would love to have legs that look like that. I would wear shorts if my legs look like that. And she's just the cutest thing. She's just so sweet and always happy. I like agree. She's, she's like a happy person. She's what Tom calls a sunshine, sunshine person. Yeah, <laughs> sunshine person. When he's talking about sunshine people, he ain't talking about me. What are you laughing at? She's 26. <laughs> Jared, Jared just wants to be the favorite son-in-law I, I, Well there's only one son-in-law So he's, he's already won that spot He's still competing He's still competing with the sons He wants to be the favorite son You're not going to win that spot Even though, I mean, I don't know Maybe you could Depends on which one uh, Yeah, you probably you, No, you can't win that spot What am I saying? It's not possible <laughs> So that's the picture because I, I said to Tracy, I said, listen, you got to get a picture of her mo your mom in that shirt. I, like, it's cute. And it's cute on her, but what in the world? That shirt, it's, 
who honestly listen put put, she put yourself really, on she looks really good in that shirt uh yeah she looks good in it but you guys have to admit she does that's 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 an ugly shirt right yes norma lean in we can't hear you I was saying on most people it's ugly, but she looks really good in it. Yeah, yeah she looked cute. No, yeah. she looks good. She looked way better than me. She looks phenomenal. So, hats off to you, Kim. We'll do another giveaway sometime, and then maybe it'll go to somebody that I don't actually know, and then we'll get you to send a picture in, check you out, expose you to the world, or to the, I don't know, 15, 25 people that watch. No, I'm just kidding. There's more than that that watch, actually. <laughs> I can't remember how many Tracy said, but on average, we have between, correct me if I'm wrong, Logan, on average, the my high numbers are like 55 watching live, which is pretty dang good because we're like six months old. And then, and we have like how many people waiting to come on? Watching? We had 25 waiting and we currently have about 36 or so watching currently i love you people you touch me i love it so that's pretty dang good for our newbie yeah i mean that well i will just say if i didn't have you guys watching then i'd have nothing so i i love you for it but listen if i give something else away then you guys are gonna have to like take a picture and then that'll be more people seeing who watches this podcast then you won't be anonymous anymore Listen, you could have people share the podcast, have them watch, and put who invited them to watch it. And whoever has the most people invited, they win the prize. (gasps) We'll make it a good prize. But they have to say, like, Heather Heather told me to watch and put their name in the comment. Wait a minute. I I need you to do that. Okay, not today. Hey, Tracy, that's on you. (laughs) Because today's it for me. (laughs) Yeah, today's Heather's last day. Not with the podcast, just her last day being the producer. Tracy's back, baby, on Monday. She flies praise back the Lord. on Monday. Yeah, praise. It ain't been that bad. You act like I it's didn't horrible. say it was bad, but this is not me. Okay, so, okay, we're going to get a really great prize. I don't know what it is just yet. Okay, so tell the rules again, because you know what's going to happen? We're going to do this. Let's do this on t- um, on Wednesday of next week. Do I have to record? No, because my son fights on Thursday, so I can do this. Okay, so Heather, tell the rules again. Okay, well, I just made it up quick, so I don't know the rules. But my idea was if you share the podcast and your person comes and watches the podcast, they put you would put their name who referred you in the messages, and mm-hmm. whoever has the most name mentioned would win the prize. If it's a girl, it'll be one kind of gift. If it's a guy, it'll be a different kind of gift. And I promise you, it's, it's going to be good. It's going to be good. Let's do it. What are you saying? about to say, Logan? Oh, I thought you were going to say something. But today I'm wearing, I'm wearing my hot husband. Other way. Other way. <laughs> I won't be here next week. So does it count if I'm at the river and I like... You don't win anything. Okay. Well... You're on the team. Well, you win nothing. I'm not going to be here, though. So what? I could recruit a lot. I know. You can't. <laughs> That's part of the problem. So my husband, in case you don't know, like, I think I actually have a good following because of him. <laughs> I think I only have the following that I have because of him. <laughs> but 
this this is his shirt. He's cute. I like him. I mean, I'm going to have him back on the show. Heather's out. They can't play, right? None of us. Tracy's got to be here. No, we no, can't. None of us on the podcast team oh, no, can play. No, yeah. you cannot. No, they cannot compete. Logan, you're out. Norma's out. Tal's out. Courtney can do it. Tal's mom can. But other than that, no. You guys are. You can't. I'm never in here. You're a part. Well, that's of it. on you, girl. I'm just saying, if you are on the team, nobody on the team can win. It has to be an outsider, so that they can win. That's the fair thing. So, okay. Are the, are we all clear? I don't have anything else, right? No, nothing, nothing else. else to talk about. All Just right, Jesus. let the games begin. First question: As Christians, we can't. As Christians, we um, can. I can't get this. It's two C's together. Two C words together. As Christians, we can come together as two or more people and pray for and receive anything we ask for. That is true. But okay, we pray for a way, we pray for a wayward child salvation. Now, the person that wrote this put a question mark in in there, so I'm not. We pray for a wayward child salvation question mark. I don't know that part, but you probably understood when you wrote it. But I don't. But I still understand the question. If we ask for God to save my child, who tells me she knows she's going to hell, can we save her? For, from herself. She has been baptized but is not walking a narrow road and hasn't for some time. Geographically, we are not close together and I want a I want to plan a trip to talk with her about this, but want to know if you and I can pray for her salvation despite her choices. So what I'm going to do is we're going to talk about scripture cuz I think scripture is going to bring great revelation to you. We can't ask for anything. And, but if you study those scriptures out, if you ask anything in my name, I shall do it for you, which is the scripture you're, you're referring to. If you study that scripture out, there, there's, there's certain things that if you ask for them, they were purchased on the cross. And because they were purchased on the cross, they're a guarantee. Okay, salvation is one of them. Prosperity is one of them. Healing is one of them. But the thing is, is with salvation, salvation is like... Um, personal choice, personal decision, right? Uh, it says that Jesus stands at the door and knocks, right? So he doesn't barge in. All of us have personal choice in everything. We can choose to be stay sick. We can choose to, to be healed. We can choose to be not saved. We can choose to be saved. But those are all personal decisions that we make, and although you can pray for someone for healing, they have to also want to be healed. So let's look at some scriptures. And, I, and it, when I read these scriptures, don't become disheartened and downtrodden because all of us can relate to where you're at. And we, But I'm going to give you some hope on what to do, okay? And what I do. So... We're going to, what I'm going to do is um, most of the time I read from a New King James Version, but today we're going to look at the Amplified and we're going to look at um, the New Living because they're actually better than the New King James Version. They they broaden 
the verse for more understanding. So John 6.44 in the Amplified says, No one can come to me unless the Father who sent me draws him, giving him the desire to come to me, and I will draw him and I will raise him up from the dead on the last day. Now, that's a scripture that I use all the time. I tell people all the time, you can go and you can pound on doors all you want to. And we hey, listen, we do soul winning here at Foundation Church. We go and we knock on doors. We go to we go to shopping plazas and we walk up to people and we ask them, do they know Jesus as their Lord and Savior? I'm not a I'm not opposed to that at all. We go to rehabilitation and, and nursing homes and we snatch as many people out of the fire as we possibly can. Some people say yes. Most say no. I mean, we have, a, I mean, I will tell you, we we kill it in the numbers as far as um, the the uh, the man that oversees that that particular ministry, him and his team, they do a phenomenal job. They see phenomenal numbers, okay? But again, it's personal choice. People are going to decide whether or not. They want to walk with Jesus or not, and it's clearly says unless he the unless the Father, um, no one can come to me unless the Father who sent me draws him. And in parentheses, it gives you a greater description of what that specific uh, who sent me draws him. It means giving him the desire to come to me. So. Jesus is constantly, they're constantly, he's pulling at the heartstrings of people to draw them in, okay? And it's up to them whether they do it. John 3.16, which we all know, but in the Amplified, it's even more, it's more, I, I love it. For God so greatly loved and dearly prized the world that he even gave his one and only begotten son, so that, and pay attention to this, whoever believes and trusts in him as Savior shall not perish but have eternal life. If you look at whoever believes and trusts in him, it's not whoever believes for them or asks the Lord for them to be saved. It clearly says that that person has to believe and trust in him. Matthew 7, 7 through 8, this is New King James Version. It says, ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find, knock and it will be opened to you. For everyone who asks receives, and he who seeks finds, and to him who knocks it will be opened. That person, your daughter, she has to she has to be the one knocking. She has to be the one pursuing. And it's not a hard pursuit. It's basically an easy, easy prayer. It's an easy, not even closing your eyes and asking. It's like, Lord, I believe you died on the cross. It's that simple. I believe you died on the cross. You um, bore, bore, uh, bore my sins. And I want to live with you forever. I want to be saved. I want you to be Lord of my life. It's so simple. But you ha- they, she has to be the one because it says no one else can do it. It says that person has to do it. Ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find Knock and it will be open to you. For everyone who asks, receives. She's got to ask. We can't ask for her. And he who fi- seeks finds, and him who knocks, it will be opened. John 6.40 says, And this is the will of him who sent me, that everyone who sees the Son and believes in him may have everlasting life. 
and I will raise him up at the last day. So it is God's will that everyone is saved. So he is, it, you know, you could say, well, is he going to pursue her? Because on John six forty one it says, no one can come to, to me unless the Father who sent me draws him in. Then, But that scripture would coincide with, and this is the will of him who sent me. So it is God's will that she be saved. He would, If it's his will that she be saved, then he will pursue her and he will draw her into him so that she can be. It's just like healing. I mean, you, you, you think about it. Jesus, every single time when he walked this earth, every single time um, when he went to go and, and save somebody, where it says in the scriptures, when he laid hands on them, before he laid hands on them, he asked them, do you believe or do you have faith? He didn't ask the person that was standing next to them, do you believe for them and we're going to make them be healed? No, it's a cooperation between the person who needs the healing or the person who needs salvation. They have to cooperate with what we're believing for. To what level their faith is, that's where two or more are gathered in his name. That's why sometimes having, um, you know, people who are strong in faith come and stand with the person who's not strong in faith but does believe. That's where as a group that faith can build each other up. But... That person still has to have faith. The word is very clear that unless you believe, you cannot go. You can't go to heaven. In order to go be saved, you must believe. If she does not believe, then she can't be saved. She has to believe that Jesus died on that cross for her. We can't supersede that. Romans ten thirteen. So basically, we have to. The person has to stand in agreement with Jesus. Um, Romans 10 13 says, for whoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. We can't call on her behalf. She has to. Whoever calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. So if she calls on his name, she will be saved. It's not if we call in her name or if we call for her in his name, she will be saved. It doesn't work like that. I personally wish it did. But that means everybody would be saved and go to heaven. And that's just not the case. People have to walk it out. Um, they have to walk out their own salvation. You know, Second Peter 3, 9 says, uh, The Lord is not slack concerning his promise, as some count slackness, but is long-suffering toward us, not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. So he desires everyone to be saved, everyone to come to him. But he, he leaves it up to us on whether or not we're going to do it. I can guarantee you when I was not living um, for the Lord, if it were possible, my parents would have prayed a prayer of salvation for me to get me back into the fold. And as I lived a hellion life, and then me being able to say I was going to heaven, they would have loved that. But that's just not the case. That's not how it works. 1 Timothy 2, 3-4 through 4 says, For this is good and acceptable in the sight of God our Savior, who desires all men to be saved and come to the knowledge of the truth. So again, that just backs up Scripture that says he wants her to be saved, but she must do something about that. Now let me tell you, um, I have lots of family that are not saved. And 
I do not shove Jesus down their throat. When I see them, I do to them what was done for me to come to the Lord. And when I talked about this, um, did I talk about this on to, on Wednesday, Heather? About my brother? Yeah. Yes. He brought you back? Well, I, I said something uh, about my brother. I, I said he was basically a saint because he kind of just put up with me. And some would say, well, he should have been saying you were this, you were doing wrong this, you were doing wrong that, and then and, and calling you out on your sin. Well, he couldn't call me out on my sin. I wasn't saved. We don't judge the sinner. We judge... Uh, judgment begun. Judgment begins in the house of the Lord. So the saved, we're accountable to one another. So because we're accountable to another one another, we have to call each other out so that we we keep each other um, protected. We keep each other accountable to each other's sin and and non sinful lives. It's not so that you can come down on one another. It's because you love each other and you're just trying to. Everybody's trying to keep each other safe and protected in a, in a boundary, right? But my brother and my parents, when I came back, they weren't going to call me out on my sin. They couldn't. I would have gone the opposite direction because I had no interest in being saved at all. When, because they showed me love and mercy and grace, they did not condone my behavior. At no time were they saying what I was doing okay. What they didn't do, though, is shove Jesus down my throat they showed me Jesus in their actions. And when necessary, they would say, do you think that's the wisest decision? Maybe maybe you shouldn't do that. But they didn't say, well, you know you're going to hell because <clears throat> that's a sin. Okay, I didn't even know I was sinning in some cases anymore because I was so far gone. Their actions, though, created me to be like, they're so at peace. There's something that's like, they live their lives. Their lives are so calm. They're very stable. Like, my life is full of calamity. I'm, I'm going 100 miles an hour, and I'm staying in one place. Like, it's on me right here. So because of their lifestyle and because of how they were just embracing to me and let me be around them whenever I wanted to, it, it allowed me to see something that I wasn't experiencing, nor was I experiencing it when I was with my friends. And I, and, and I lived on my own a lot, but then I also had roommates at different times. And in both scenarios, it was a wild scene. There was no peace. There was no calm. It was just crazy all the time. And you can only do crazy all the time, but for so long. And then you start going gosh, there's got to be something better in life than this. So for me, I would say to you, pray that someone crosses their path. You don't live in that area. So this is what I do for my family that does not live in town. I Listen, I will tell you, I have people who are so close to me, like, for, like this is your daughter, so it's blood. And it's closer than an aunt or an uncle. I understand that. I have a family. I have a family member that's just like this for me. That I'm very concerned about their salvation and where they'll spend eternity. I understand this. I don't live in town with them, 
And when I do see them, it's not as often as I would love. I pray that something or someone comes across their path that draws them to him. And it will be such a radical change in their life that they'll do, because mine was so radical, I'll never want to go back. Or they'll never want to go back. And then they'll want to embrace and grow close and and find um, people that are just like them where iron sharpens iron. Because if that doesn't happen, it's very easy for them to go backwards. Okay? So first step is someone to come into their life. I mean, it could be something. It could be a situation. And I'm, I'm not a big proponent on praying that something bad happens to someone so that they come to their knees, um, sickness, illness, disease, whatever it takes, Lord, to draw them to you. I'm not into that. I don't like that because that doesn't happen. People's lives don't have to be destroyed or, or taken from them in order for them to be saved. It's not necessary. I'm big into let it ha- let's pray it so that when they that it like I was at my I was at rock bottom. But when I say I was at rock bottom, okay, I wasn't at rock bottom because my health was gone and because I was bankrupt or I had no place to live. I was sleeping in my car. No, I was rock bottom because like life stunk. Nothing was good. Like you, you go after this and you think, oh, this will make me happy. No, it, it really didn't. You go after it and it stinks. Oh, I'll, I'll buy this and, and then I'll be happy. You buy it and it stinks. Okay, that's where we want people to be to get them saved. Not where they're on death's door and they're begging and crying for mercy. And then they walk into heaven's, heaven's gates, you know, with no life left. That's not, that's not perfect. That is not the right way. So I think that, um, and I can pray this with you um, if you want and, and reach out to, reach out to Foundation Church. I will personally get on the phone with you and me and you will, you can reach out to Heather. uh, Heather, what's the, what's the email that they would should write to if they want to go to the church website under contact us. It'll directly send it. Okay. Heather will get that email. Or talk to me. Oh, wait. If you attend here, see me on Sunday and I can talk to you. And I will pray with you. Personally, me and you will stand together and we will pray for your daughter's salvation. But I can tell you this. The best thing that you can possibly do when you go out and you see your daughter is just to show her Jesus' love. Be the example. Be maybe something you've never been before. And what I mean by that is... Maybe you feel so pressured and so uptight that she's not saved and you're so concerned about her salvation and the fear overwhelms you so much that you can't control your tongue and you just got to say the things that she doesn't want to hear, okay? What you need to do is go out there, keep your mouth quiet, love on her, show her who Jesus really is through your actions and example. And I can promise you over a period of time, She's going to want what you have. But if you keep pushing and nagging and bugging, and I'm not saying you're doing that. I'm just saying if that's the MO, she's, it's, it's just pushing her. The, I can promise you if that was being done to me, I'm such a, re- well, not anymore. But at that time, I was such a rebellious person. It would have never worked for me. 
I would have definitely gone the opposite direction quicker than your head could spin. Because most people, rebellion is the sin of witchcraft. Witchcraft. Most of us have a rebellious nature to a certain extent. It's like we tell our kids, if I tell you the sky is blue, you'll tell me it's green, right? It's because by nature, people are rebellious. But... What I was going to say Yeah, is, please. Put yourself in, on, though, because you can't talk unless you're on. Okay. I'm, that's the rule. Fantastic. Um, for me, what I would recommend is when you are speaking to her, don't give her anything that she can use against you later to say, well, you said this, and you... No, don't, don't let there be a thought in her mind when she really sits back and thinks about what she's dealing with in her life, that you are always a positive, encouraging... We sound like the Joy FM when I said that. Not intentional. Because <laughs> I don't like I, Joy I'm FM. Like, I'm not a big fan of the Joy <laughs> Sorry, Sorry if you guys love Joy FM. It's a local radio station around here. Oh, but it's woke. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, but sorry. anyways, to where when she thinks of you, it's not that nagging carnal thought. It's... Well, Man, mom, I love that time yeah. while I was with her. Yeah, we exactly. did some great things together. Yeah, exactly. Made some fantastic yeah. memories. That's probably the one of the best visits yeah. I've ever had with my mom. Yeah. And then when you talk to her on the phone, I'm telling you, she'll start calling you. Mm -hmm. She'll start calling you and wanting to talk to you. And all the things that you want to say, don't say. Don't say them. <laughs> just love her. I'm just telling you from personal, you know, per a personal and then side when of it. she comes around and she is saved, pray for the opportunity for the doors to be open to tackle yeah. those big, yeah, you know, Topics. things that you have to talk about. Yeah. Yep. Agreed. 100%. Great word. Logan, do you have anything to add? The contact link for the church is in the comments. Oh, Please beautiful. Give us a call. Way to go, Logan. On the job. Next question. This one's very interesting. This is very interesting. Norma, plug your ears. I'm interested in getting a tattoo, but I've heard differing opinions on this. <laughs> Norma's wanted a tattoo, so... No, you're not. I'm just saying. Okay. What does the Bible say exactly about getting a tattoo, and is it a sin? I wish to God I could say it is, but it's not. I'm not a big tattoo person. I'll be honest with you. I don't. I don't. I don't really care for them. I don't. Lots of people think they're attractive. I don't find them to be attractive in the slightest. I will tell you this. I'd be lying if I said men, some men with sleeves, with sleeves, they look great. They do. They look great. So am I a hypocrite when I say this? Yes. I don't like women with them, really. I don't. But men, I know that sounds very chauvinistic, but it's true. Like, uh, I, who's that guy? Uh... Adam Levine, because I saw his sleeve from, uh, I, I'm not saying I like La Adam Levine. Okay, girls, back her down some notches. I'm getting it. I'm getting a riot in here. No, I think his sleeve, like, yeah, he has a sleeve. I thought, I was like, okay, that's not bad. I think the more muscular you are with a sleeve. Or without. Or without, yeah. See, yeah, Tom has no tattoos. But I, I'm just saying, like, I think, let's go to scripture. Personally, though, like, listen, I have lots of my girlfriends. Lots of my girlfriends have them. I mean, it doesn't bother me that they have them. 
I don't personally like them, but it, it doesn't change my opinion. It doesn't make me like think less of them or anything. Like it's just not for me. For Tracy, you be you. Is Tracy got a tattoo? No, but you. Oh wait, she does she have does? a tattoo. See, there you go. You be you. I th- I just found out Vanessa has one. She does. Yeah, I, she might not want everybody to know that. <laughs> Sorry about that, Vanessa. We won't say where it's at. <laughs> I take that back. Vanessa does not have one. <laughs> now everybody's going to come up to Vanessa. Where's your tattoo? She's going to kill me. Do not ask her that. Do not ask her. Or you're not allowed to watch the whole hotline anymore. No, they, everybody needs to watch the whole pipeline. Hotline. Tracy said Jesus has a tattoo. I know, on his thigh. He did? Mm-hmm. That's what it says. But he's a guy, so I allow it. <laughs> Again, I'm a chauvinist. Um, I think what happens, though, is, in, in my opinion is this, that what happens with people is, it's not like, like my dad... He he ended up not being for tattoos, but he had them. Um, after he got saved and stuff like that, he really wasn't for them. And he he spiritually speaking, he has the same reasons I think I did. But my dad had them, but he was in the military. Again, I'm a chauvinist pig, but I think men that are in the military that have tattoos, I think it's kind of hot. I think it's great. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I don't think it's so bad for men to have them. I don't like, I don't like it on girls though, because I think girls are feminine and. I've seen huh? some really pretty tattoos. Talia agrees. Yes, Norma. Turn Norma on. If it's like literally the size no. of this, literally you can't see it anywhere. No, and it's no, unless it's like Phoebe from Friends when she got her tattoo, which was a dot. I'm okay with that. It's literally no bigger than a thought. It literally is that big. No. Mm-mm. That's a quarter. That's a quarter. I just want to let you know. It makes no sense. They can't hear you, so I'm okay with that. <laughs> You're too far from the mic. And I'm okay with that. That's why this topic, I said, Norma, plug your ears. Mm-hmm. I think people get addicted to it, getting addicted to getting them, and I don't think that that's good. Um, I think... I think you have to be really, really careful about, not because of health reasons or anything like that. I think any addiction is not good. I think you should be able to go th- through life without having to have one thing. Do you know what I'm saying? Um, Absolutely. It's like, there is, should be nothing. I'm, not, I'm even talking coffee. Right. You know, and I love coffee, but I don't have to have a cup of coffee every day at all. Logan, why are you squatting? Lord, Logan just dropped her chair. Logan, <laughs> Logan does need um, it. <laughs> like even like Red Bull. I don't have to have a Red Bull every day. But you want it. You like I bet it. I want but it, you but I don't do have without. to. Right. I don't have to. I mean, it's a different thing to want something and it's a different thing to need something. Like I don't need anything every day. Not one thing. But that's like social media. Oh my gosh. People, I, I can't even tell you they the last time I looked at Facebook. Without or, their phone in their face all day long. I know. I run Tom's Instagram and Facebook, and I just realized today, it's been days since I looked at it, and I better, like, look at things, because I think when we were at the pickup, I, me and Heather were at the pickup, I think I turned it on. But it had been days. You, there should be nothing outside of being in the Word, praying, worshiping, that you, like, if you miss it, 
it should be like, oh my gosh, like, you know you missed it and it affects you on all levels. Outside of that, there should be absolutely positively nothing that you have to have every single day outside of those things. Um, but people don't live their lives like that. So I think if you're addicted to getting tattoos, you spiritually speaking, and you're a Christian, if you're not a Christian, this isn't for you. But if you're a Christian and you like are just anxious to get the next tattoo, spiritually speaking, I think you need to start evaluating what's not right on the inside. A lot of people will use this scripture and say you can't get tattoos because of the scripture. Baloney, and I'm going to tell you why. It's not true. Like, there is nothing in the Bible that says that you can't get a tattoo. Nothing. Absolutely. They'll say Leviticus 19.28, but they don't know it because they didn't study it out. It says, you shall not make any cuttings in your flesh for the dead, nor tattoo any marks on you. I am the Lord. And if you study that out, that's because that, that was a pagan practice. People were worshiping pagan things. When people are going and getting tattoos, like Christians, a lot of times Christians going, they get the cross, they'll get a, a scripture, they'll get um, they'll get like a picture or something that's uh, a symbolic something another or whatever. For them, it's that that signifies Christianity to them. Um, what's some other things? Because I'm I'm thinking like I've seen people with scriptures. I've seen people with like. I've seen women with like different things that mean different things for them, like little uh, their uh, kids' names, diagram, not diagrams, but kids they'll names. have feet of their kids. But no, I'm talking about Christianity. Like I've seen women have different, not just the cross, but um, they'll have like different symbols or things that represent Christianity and of, or something. Huh? And verses. And verses, yeah. Right. Yeah, I said scriptures. But I've seen different things, and none of them are horrible. Like doves, things like that. That's oh, okay. what I'm standing, when I say it, like a, a a symbol or something. They'll have something like that. Um, But what this was, this Leviticus is specifically talking about is pagan, uh, you know, worshiping pagan um, idols and things like that. Nobody's getting ta- tattoos for that reason. Come on. So that's baloney. I mean, you cannot use that scripture to count somebody out for not getting a tattoo. If that's the case, it said no piercings. And those people that are saying, you can't get a tattoo, have their ears pierced. Come on. It's bullcrap. Let your yes be yes and your no be no. Don't like pick and choose. That's my biggest pet peeve is people make these rules and they don't abide by the rule themselves. If you're going to do it, do it. Or don't do it. That's the way it goes for me. Um, but I would ask you this. Now, these are the reasons why I would say don't get a tattoo. Are you doing it to get attention? Are you doing it to fill a void? Or are you doing it to be like everyone else? If you're doing it for one of those three reasons, so that people ooh and ah over your tattoos, so that people go, look at Look at that person. Look at all that, you know, so that you get attention. Or you're, or uh, a lot of times people use their bodies as works of art. I roll my eyes, and I'm serious when I roll my eyes. That's a void. You're not a work of art, okay? That's a void you're trying to fill. It's like going out and buying the next motorcycle, going out and buying the next boat, going out and taking the next trip. You're trying to fill a void. That void will never be filled. Only Jesus can do it. And once Jesus has filled that void, you're supposed to be adding to, you know? 
And if you're not adding two, then you'll try. It's like Tom always says, people are always moving this way and thinking they're going this way, spiritually speaking. It don't work. The other thing I would say, let me make sure this is, hey, Heather, can you look at this? This is Chrisanne. Um, the other thing I would say is, um, if that's the case, if, if, if you are, if you are doing it for one of those three things, you're spiritually out of order. You never should be drawing attention to yourself ever. The only person that you should be drawing attention to is Jesus Christ. That's it. And if you are, look at me, look at me, you have a problem. You really do. People should be look at me and see who's in me. Who am I like radiating? We're sitting on a hill, not like somebody that somebody took a paintbrush to and drew all over. You know, it's not how it's supposed to be. Um, and the other thing I would tell you is you're not to be like anybody else. You're never to look. Everybody does it. Everyone, I mean, it's not not that big a deal. Yeah, it is a big deal. You shouldn't be like everybody else. You should not. You know, I think it's so funny is because one of the reasons why I won't get a tattoo now is because everybody does it. I don't want to be like everybody. I don't want to look like everybody. So I'm not going to get something that everybody gets. Um, 2 Corinthians six seventeen says, Therefore, come out from among them and be separate, says the Lord. You are to be different. You are to not look like everybody else. So if everybody's doing it, maybe you shouldn't. That's all I got to say. Anybody want to add to that real quick before I move on to the next thing? You said it perfect. Thank you, Heather. Next question. Norma, did I, did, did I answer? Are you going to get a tattoo now? No, she just said no. She's not going to get one. She hasn't wanted one forever. Thank you, Norma. But I, I will tell you, when she did want one, it was a fight to the finish to get to win that battle. She didn't. I didn't even have to do really do it. You, the Holy Spirit did it for you. So it was like I eventually just left it in the Holy Spirit's hands because, again, to the mother whose daughter you want to get saved, like just shut up. That's what I had to learn. Just shut up. God will take care of it. Dad's your dad sealed the deal. How did your how did your dad seal the deal? Yeah, lean in. So I want to hear how did how did your dad seal the deal? Yeah. I don't really remember the conversation we had, but it was just a while ago. We were talking about it, and he's like, I don't know exactly what he said. He just brought up a whole bunch of different verses and stuff like that, not on tattoos or anything, just about like kind of respecting yourself. Oh, respecting your body. Yeah, and I was like, oh crap, I want to respect it and not you know, look back and regret it. Cause he's like, a lot of time people regret it. And he's like, they do no, you know, your body's fine the way it is. Just, you may regret that tattoo later when it starts to get a little saggy. That's true. Or so just immediately after you or do just it. immediately after you do it. So yeah. I said, no, I don't want one anymore. So we're good. But like a new car driving off the lot. It loses its. Oh, I know. <laughs> I'm that's so true. I think that's one of the reasons why people get addicted to them because they they wear it for a while and they're like, well, the newness is worn off. Let me get another one. Well, after you you have one, start to finish. I regret it. Put her on real quick. So you have a tattoo. Where's your tattoo? Do you mind me asking? 
You don't have to show it. Yeah. Oh, okay. We're not going to talk about that. Okay. Okay. We're not so going to say where it's at So why did you regret either? it from start to finish? Um, because also, obviously, I was not saved. I was uh-huh. on my bachelorette party, um, and my girlfriends and I took eyeliner and marked mom with a heart on my body, called my mom FaceTime drunk and showed her this tattoo I'd got. It wasn't a tattoo. My mom cried and thought it was the sweetest thing. Thought it was just so amazing <laughs> that I would put her name on my body. So the day I oh got home, I had to tattoo it on me. And she had no idea until the wedding day. And then my sister outed me. So Was she di- disappointed that you had made... The- she said the fact that I was so committed to a lie to not hurt her just meant the world too. Oh my God. <laughs> it was a win-win for Logan. <laughs> Or a win lose. But now I hate it. <laughs> but now I'm like, well, I'm gonna be a mom, so it's kind of cute. I don't know. But I, I would, I regret it. I wish I never got it. Oh my gosh, that's crazy, girl. That's a crazy story. But hey, the military, military has the same thing because they get a lot of tattoos when they're drunk. I think that's when my dad got one of his first ones. Yeah. What is it? Yeah, I don't know which. I don't remember which one, but he was drunk. He was, he's like, they all used to go get drunk and then go to the tattoo shop and then get tattooed. Yeah. He was the tiger one. It might have been the tiger one. He had a serpent, don't tread on me, and then he had a tiger. The serpent he told me he liked. Yeah, well, he regretted them, though. Yeah. Yeah. Immediately. Next question. What error, era, era, not error. That's my country. I just realized that didn't sound right. Era. What era do you wish you were born in? So I'm going to be flat out honest. I know that the times are crazy and they're like wild, but I wouldn't want to be, I would be lying if I said I'm, I wouldn't want to be born or be living through with the time that we're living in right now. Like people have longed to see what we're seeing and how it's unfolding and playing out and like, the crazy, like the the maniacal evil. I mean, it's almost. I, I I tell my my husband this all the time. I'm like, it's almost like you're in a movie. Like you can't even believe the things that you're seeing, and the evil at the levels that it is to the highest places that it goes. It's and across the across across the world. It's almost more than the mind can conceive. I I know that God's got me. I know that God's got my family. So for me, I'm not worried. I'm not worried at all. But to see it unfold, I'm glad I was born in 1967. There is no other time. Now, me and me and Aaron tease all the time and say we were born in the wrong in the wrong time. In some ways, I do agree that because I just in so many ways I just don't fit in. Like, this is just, like, I just don't fit in. But, so, I looked at different times, and that just proved my case that I am so glad I'm born. I was born when I did. So, if you look at it, in the 20s, the 20s were not so bad. They actually were kind of chill until you get to 1929. And I would never have wanted to be born in, like, the 1800s. First of all, uh, going to the bathroom in an outhouse is, No. That's not for me at all, ever. 
Um, having no electricity. Yes. And, and doing everything by candlelight. No. Mm-mm. It's not for me. Not that I watch TV and need electric that much. But listen, when I, when, when I flip that switch, I want it coming on. I don't want to have to go and light a candle, which I can barely see in front of me. If you knew how often I fall and how often I'm, I'm down on the ground, I would live there with no electricity. Heather's laughing because I nearly fell sitting down in the chair today. Erin, she almost took out the LED wall. <laughs> I almost took out the LED wall. And like when we're working out, like today, this morning, we were working out this morning. <laughs> Our trainer did something brand new for us. Like, I was a hot mess on that thing. I was a hot mess in there. I was like, why did I even show up? I'm going to have to work out tomorrow just to make up for today. <laughs> Heather, turn on the camera. Yeah, turn on the camera, Heather. That's what everybody needs to see right there. It was bad, people. My knees. My knees, they give out. <laughs> like, she had us do one move, and I went like this. I was like, my knee can't do that. My hips, my hips and my knees. I asked Heather on the way, I was telling Heather, I was like, well, that was worthless for me. <laughs> I should have stayed home. Um, Vanessa did great. Heather was a trooper. Me, on the other hand, I just dogged in place. <laughs> and then I just started playing around. Whee! All over. Oopsie. They're locked over can. Um, yeah. At one point, you were doing this. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Why we're supposed to be punching. <laughs> I was pun- Yeah, it was boxing today. I was like, woo. Vanessa's like, I can't even look at you. <laughs> and I was in the front row. I'm like, whatever. I give up. White flag. I'm done. But I said to uh, Heather, does it get, like, is my knees and my, uh, I have tear, are my knees and my hips ever going to get better, like, where I will be able to do, like, everything everybody else is doing? Her response, no. No, it's never going to happen. <laughs> I'm like, outside of God. No, I healing, said if you strengthen she'll, it. I'll strengthen them, but you said on the whole. Yeah. No. Not like, <laughs> not you going full force. Wrong and hurting yourself every week. That's not going to help you get there. You know how you go like, if we move too fast in class, like she has us jog to the right, jog to the left, and you have to like shuffle, shuffle, shuffle. If I have to shuffle, 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 where are you going? If I have to shuffle, 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 inevitably the problem is, is it's not just my knees. My feet step on each other. My, uh, My right, if we're going this way, which would be my left. If I'm going to my left, my, my right foot hits my left foot. I step on my left foot and I, and I jerk and, I like, and that knocks my knees, hurts my hip, and I nearly fall. And again, my t- trainer has told me I can fall, but I can't take down anybody with me. <laughs> I can't promise that because it's that bad. So 1929 was when the depression hit. I have no desire. It went through the 1930s. Not all the way through the 1930s, but a lot of it. I think in 1937. Like, we may see those times. We may see that kind of stuff, um, you know, with, um, with everything that's going on in times if we're around or whatever. But I'm just saying, 
I have no desire for the 30s was the Depression and World War One. That's not a great time to be living. You know, people think this is so bad. But like even in biblical, like Roman times, the, the things that happened to Christians and I mean, it, it was bad. We think this is bad. This, that's That was nothing. So everybody that thinks that this is the end, I don't know necessarily. I think it's, if it ain't, it's pretty dang close. Um, and it may not happen in my my kid's lifetime, but it might happen in their kid's lifetime. That's how my mindset is. I think it's that close. So 1940s was World War II. Not fun. 1950s, that's where I told Aaron, I think I should have been born in the 50s. You know, poodle skirts, uh, those black and white shoes that they wore were super cute. Like, what were those things called? Saddle something? Sa- that's, I, I want to say saddleback, but that ain't it. That's a church. Saddle... I don't remember. They're cute. The girls wore them. Guys did too, but I think they wore them brown. Super cute. Like you wore your hair up in a ponytail all the time. Well, not all the time, but a lot. I loved Happy Days. I would have fit in great in that era. I would have probably been like Pinky Tuscadero. That's who I would have probably been like. Yeah. A a pink lady. It does say saddle shoes. Saddle shoes. Thank you, Heather. Huh? That's what I said. No, you said saddle something. Saddle. Yeah. You said, and I said, yeah, saddleback, but that ain't right. So saddle shoes. Like that's more my, my cup of tea. Like I would have loved living in that time. I love that music. It's the whole thing. It's like more my, my thing, but it would have had to stay for my whole life being the 1950s, which my mom lived in the 1950s, and she's still alive, and now she's walking through this. So unless the era lasts for all my life, I'm, I'm stuck. I'm going to be experiencing this anyway. The 60s, which is what I was born in, had Vietnam War. I remember part of that. Um, and then, I, like, I have no, like I said, I have no desire to live before the 20s. So it's either going to be the 20s or the 50s. If it was the 20s, I would have made... Which wouldn't have been so bad because they did get electric in the twenties. So I would twenties is probably the best. Twenties because you've been in the fifties and I'd be dead by now. Yeah, I think it's the twenties. And I think the twenties was fun. Yeah, the warring twenties, right? The music, all the flappers. Yeah. Oh yeah, I'd be born in the twenties and be dead by now. Gotcha. Because I'm not like time. I don't want to be to 120. I was going to say. That's I want to be in my 90s like all the rest of my family. Just fall asleep and just go that way. Peace. Peaceful. Norma wants to go the same way. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so I am going to skip down from the baptism. Because I only got four minutes. Skip that baptism. I'm going to go to the last question, Heather. Which is another personal question, but the baptism one is more than four minutes. So we're going to scoot through that one and we'll hit the baptism one on the way on, on Tuesday, on, on Wednesday. Okay. Who is the best movie villain? Now, I say the Joker, Heath Ledger, hands down. Heather, roll the tape. Nope, 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 nope. That's wrong. Nope, nope. It starts at a beginning. That's the end. 
There we go. Is that the very beginning? Sweet sister. That's not it. There should be nobody. It, 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 no, it should start. You can't see what I see, people. But Heather, it starts way before him. It's while he's on the floor. And he starts talking. Okay. Oh, it's one. that's one second? Okay. So go ahead. Because she sent me three. No. Why I use a knife? Guns are too quick. You can't savor all the little emotions. And you see, in their the last best. moments, people show you who they really are. So in a way, I knew your friends better than you ever did. Would you like to know which of them were cowards? Snatch. He's, he's got some kind of a contusion. I know you're going to enjoy this. I'm going to have to try and enjoy it even more. The best. The best, hands down. I agree. Put put you guys on. I'm telling you, I was I was devastated when Heath Ledger passed away. For salvation reasons. Right. But seriously, what a great loss because he is a fantastic actor. Who who's your fa- favorite villain, Heather? I he, I mean he did a really good role. Like I I've all the Batman movies. It was like it made me actually Joaquin Phillips did Feel a it. great job. Joaquin Phoenix. Phoenix. Joaquin Phoenix. That's, I was re- thinking River Phoenix. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Joaquin, really yeah, he did another really good job. Yes. It was a different perspective. Yeah. Okay. It was you know, a different perspective for Joaquin Phoenix, so I think he did just as good as Heath Ledger, just a different perspective on the Joker. So yeah. It was really good. Really good, but still the Joker. Yes. Sure. So, so you you say Heath Ledger is that? Who you I say? guess I don't really watch movies. So. I don't watch him very much either. But out of all of them that I've ever seen, like he stands out by far. Logan, do you have a favorite? I just remember Hannibal Lecter, haunting. Oh yeah, when I was young, so he's good. Was yeah. yeah, I can't remember who was Hannibal Lecter. Gosh, what is his name? Anthony Hop- Hopkins. I think you're right. I'm just telling you, he was good. I just think of my dog's muzzle when I think of that. Oh, yeah. With, yeah, your dog's <laughs> muzzle is perfect for Hannibal Lecter. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. When he went. Yes. That scared me. Anything Rob Zombie made, haunting. Those were good What is ones. that? There was a movie he made called House of a Thousand Corpses, and it was a family that tortured people together that were, like, lost on road trips. Those people haunted me. Oh my goodness. That yeah, I can't. I can't. That's more like a horror flick, not a villain flick. That's true. That's true. I can't. I don't wa- I watch no horror movies at all. Anymore. They're not good for my spirit. They're not good for anybody's no. spirit, I think. Personal opinion, whatever. Tal, you're my last one, girl. She has no clue. You what? 
You would agree with the Joker? I'm telling you, he is the best. I literally knew exactly who it was when I thought about it. Huh? Yeah, your dad thinks the same. Yeah, I would bet you he does. That was devastating. Devastating loss for the... Um, but you know what? I think I saw that the Actors Screen Actors Guild and the writers and all of them are on strike or something like that right now. It ain't no big loss. I don't watch none of their crap. So stay on strike. That's a good thing as far as I'm concerned. We ain't losing nothing when when they're not writing. Most of the stuff they write is crap anyway. It's like woke, liberal, propaganda, written. Yeah, they don't write, they recreate. I mean, how many times, like, oh my gosh, the recreating Bambi, lovely. I mean, The Little Mermaid, huh? Oh yeah, that's terrible. In case people don't know, tell them about the new Disney, and then we'll close out. Oh, I think I think it's called Pauline, Paulina. Mm-hmm. Anyways, Disney is in the beginning stages of making a semi-series show about a teenager who has a one-night stand with the devil and becomes pregnant with his child. I mean, that is so wicked and evil. It's so wicked and evil. Uh, I can't remember what actor came out and said literally Hollywood is so satanic and evil that it's more than people could even imagine. It's it's very satanic. I mean, but, but they're blatant now. Like you look at the American Music Awards and it was all demonic. If you look at the Super Bowl, it was demonic for the halftime show. It's not good. It's it's just terrible stuff. I mean, we really should be guarding our kids' hearts and not just letting them watch and do anything they want to. It's super dangerous. So before we leave for the weekend, and I hope you guys have great plans, fun stuff to do. I do. So I'm not working all weekend long like I did last time. Didn't I work last weekend? Yeah, I work last weekend. You never stop working? No, yeah. Well, no, I'm I'm having fun this weekend a little bit. So I will work a little, but I had fun. I'm going to have some fun this weekend. So, um, but, uh, let's say, let's see if there's anybody out there who doesn't know, um, Jesus as your Lord and savior. And if there's anyone out there that's walked away, let's say a quick prayer together. Let's start your weekend off great and right. And today's a new day and tomorrow is going to be amazing. Let's say this prayer. Heavenly father, I thank you for what you did on that cross. I ask you to forgive me of my sins. I thank you, Father, that, excuse me, I just burped. (laughs) It happens, people. I thank you that you forgave me of my sins. I thank you that life eternal is for me, and I'm barely going to make it through this, people. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. I'm done. That's a that's a very memorable salvation. That's if, true. If, I literally if thought they'll never forget the day. Or the I time. literally <laughs> thought they everybody just probably heard, I burped. Yeah, you know what's in here? I didn't do water today. I did soda. Okay, listen. If you barely said that prayer, because it was barely a prayer. Truthfully, you can say that prayer. All you got to do is ask Jesus to be the Lord and Savior of life. Thank Him for what He did on that cross. Ask Him to forgive you of your sins. And just repent 
means to go the opposite direction. Start your new life. Everything that you were doing before that you know, and the Lord will reveal it to you. He will make sure that you know that you know that it will convict you. You'll be like, that does not sit right with me. I am not going to do this. You do the opposite. You just turn from your wicked ways. You turn from your not-so-wicked ways. You, ret- you turn from your compromising ways. You do everything that you did before opposite, and you will radically change your life. You will not even know who you are and what you look like, and life will be so much better than you ever dreamt possible. I love you guys for watching. I thank you for tuning in. I apologize for burping in your ear, and I will see you on Wednesday. Bye.